You shouldn't have an ounce of respect for anybody claiming Black Lives Matter at this point when they don't give a flying flip about black police officers. They don't care about black conservatives. They care nothing about black people in the hood. They don't even raise money for people in the hood. They don't care about black men who are out here doing the right thing that need, need a hand up, that need help out. How many businesses have they gave these millions of dollars to? How many black businesses have they sustained during the, during the shutdown? None. How much money went to George Floyd's family that they raised after his death? None. How many went to any of these people? They have done nothing but sit around and bash people as a racist, domestic, terrorist organization. That's how I look at them. If you don't want people to not like you, get your stuff together and start supporting people in this country or shut your freaking mouth. Is that brother from another mother? I don't know, but his tribe needs to increase 10,000-fold. Well, I'm on board. Yeah, I am too. Welcome back, young lady. Thanks. Good to have you. Yeah, it's good to be here. Moving slow, but I'm here. Yeah, you are. So but it's you're all doing good. good. You're doing good. You, you, you. I am. Considering everything. <laughs> considering. <laughs> Janet considering sends me pictures all. of her hand first thing in the morning, and then later on in the day, and... I don't. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what it is. I it just was don't so know. swollen yesterday morning. It, it was just uh, bizarre. It mm-hmm. was a bizarre uh, incident, and I've had it happen one other time. But uh, but I'm I'm all right. I'm good. No, oh, we're glad to have you. You can't back. keep a good woman down. No, you can't. You just can't do it. Mm-mm. So here I am. Hopefully, you guys are uh, going to get ready to have a great Tuesday. It is Tuesday. That means come to the table Tuesday. That's right. Harvest Baptist Church reminding us time to be kind. Yes, it is. And Honey Baked Ham offering up 10 meals to you if you would just simply send us your email address and your name. Text us 434-248-0704 or you can email us yourmorningjam at gmail.com. We'll pick out somebody's name around 8.30 and you and nine other people could enjoy an awesome meal from Honey Baked Ham. The whole idea is to get people together and have conversations. And it doesn't have to be ham. They have amazing turkey mm-hmm. and things like that too. So True. Um, they will treat you right. Okay. Here's your thought of the day for this Tuesday. Let's a negative mind mm. will never give you a positive life. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I agree. Won't happen. And it's it's hard not to go negative at times, especially these days. But mm-hmm. we try to keep it up positive balance. enough. We try to yeah. balance it. Right. It's so funny to me sometimes when when we have a, a person call in and mm-hmm. they're particularly upset over something or whatever. Uh, sometimes I'll I'll play devil's advocate or not even devil's advocate. I'll I'll put a caveat on it. Mm-hmm. You know that we're not trying to generalize everybody right. and put them in the in an effort to to stay kind of positive and uh, sometimes i'll get a text saying uh well i must have really got you riled up about that no mm. no not really mm-hmm. just just trying to you know it's hard to keep <laughs> oh, a, yeah. a civil tongue it sure is sometimes some days harder than others that's right <laughs> but anyway uh we've got our thought of the day today that we just gave you now we've got your mind jam trivia yeah, maybe Velcro could help. You could just Velcro your tongue to the top of your mouth and then and couldn't respond. Hey, on this day, 1955, Velcro was patented by the Swiss engineer George Demenstrel. And he named his invention after the French words velour and crochet. Huh. What does it mean? 
What does it mean? That's what we want to know. Mm-hmm. Velcro. What Vel- will we do without it? I tell you, it's in. It's used in so many different ways. It really? Is. I mean, I was. I had a, like a uh, one of the zipper bags yeah. the other day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I had like bath salts in it. Mm-hmm. Even that as a Velcro type. Yeah, closure. I've noticed those. Yeah, they're not zips. They're, it's they're, some kind of a plastic they're plasticky, Velcro. but they're made just like Velcro. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Doesn't look like. Uh, we've got your uh, on this day in history. In 1940, Buckingham Palace was damaged by German bombs. Yeah. Unacceptable. Yeah, no doubt. And Buckingham Palace being the focal point of the world right now with the uh, the passing of our great queen, mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth. I say ours. I think she was the world's, no doubt about it. A little it. bit, yeah. Yeah. A protective screen of sandbags covers the spot where a delayed action bomb has fallen outside Buckingham Palace. After the explosion, some hours later, a gaping crater is made between the palace and the Victoria Memorial. By this further deliberate attack on the lives of our king and queen, when five bombs fell on and around the palace, the home of our beloved sovereign and his consort is again damaged. One bomb crashed through the queen's drawing room, while others fell in the quadrangle. If you don't think that there is a connection between us and them, them being Great Britain, this next one, 1965. (laughs) The Beatles win the first Grammy as best group of 1964, and guess who is presenting the awards over in, in England? It's on via tape. I don't think they did it live satellite back then. Peter Sellers, okay, who was apparently in one of the Beatles movies, he is presenting to not the Beatles, the Beatle. <laughs> he says the Beatle. He's trying to be funny here. And oh. I am actually with the Beatle now. And to uh, present them with their grandma awards, which uh, uh, they uh, have won from America. Thank you very much, Peter. It's a great pleasure for us, too, I'm sure. 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 There are some more in here. The box is now empty. <laughs> there are no more awards. It's an honor. <laughs> I swear, British humor is like one of those things. I either love the humor of mm-hmm. whoever's putting it out there right or i just sit there with a stone face going what are you doing uh, peter sellers kind of yeah. like that for and, me and he had this big white box and he's handing out these grammys to the rest right. of the beatles and and he goes now the box is empty <laughs> <laughs> and and he's he's uh he's he's got he looks like buddy holly in this video the way yeah, his hair is a young he's Peter got that, Sellers. he's got yeah. that hair thing going up like buddy holly did right but, uh, anyway well in 1969 this was a big deal for me when mm. i was a little uh scooby-doo where are you debuts on cbs in the united states and i watched it every saturday morning it was appointment television it was You know, now that I think about that sound effect that he would make, that noise, Mm -hmm. I think, what was the guy from The Simpsons? Homer Simpson? Mm -hmm. I think he sort of like, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that was, uh, he sort of inverted it. Maybe so. Turned it into his own thing. Yeah, I I absolutely adored Scooby-Doo. It scared me. Like the, the oh yeah yeah the, um, I I thought it was spooky but I loved it it scared me in a yeah there were ghosts great and way. goblins and things right. along those oh lines. my in 1974 the first broadcast of this TV show airs on NBC this is Jim Rockford at the tone leave your name and message I'll get back to you you are full of bullshit my friend I will sue you for everything you have I will sue your ass. <laughs> 
He had some people that were against him. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Even watching a Me TV. I, I watched some episodes not that long ago. I just loved him. Rockford Files, Kojak. That's their lineup at night. Just oh, is it? Some of the old Who Loves You Baby sucking uh-huh. on that lollipop. Tele- Ironside. Telly Savalas. Yeah, Ironside. Uh, yeah. With, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound silly. Ironside with Perry Mason. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. So I don't even know who Perry Mason was, but I, but I, I do remember being little and uh, mom and daddy watching mm-hmm. Ironside. Yeah. And I thought it was cool because, you know, my mom was crippled. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was on crutches a lot right. uh, growing up. And, of course, he was in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair, yeah. And I don't know. I just thought that, uh, he always resonated with me, probably because of that. Uh, in 1990, the law enforcement series... I mean, this thing, will it ever go off I don't think it's ever going to die. It probably won't. Law and Order debuts on NBC. For those of you that watch Resident Alien, know that he trained himself to speak English by watching reruns of Law and Order. Awesome. A good mystery. Figuring out what happened. Like Law and Order. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Oh, it's so, good. so funny. I just quick, quick little story here about Resident Alien because the Bible says we're aliens in this world. You know, we're not of this world. We're not supposed to be. So of this we're not world, supposed yeah. to be. So uh, the the guy that spoke Sunday put a picture of Resident Alien up on the screen. I don't know anything about this show, but this I love this concept, Resident Alien. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh my gosh, you don't know what you've put on the screen. Little do you it's know. Got some bad words. Just saying. (laughs) We got some birthdays today. We'll get through those real quick. We've got uh, singer Peter Cetera having a birthday, turning 78 years old. just got that voice him and david foster getting together cranking out some really great hits for chicago later on after they kind of put the wind instruments to the background mm-hmm. some people were pretty upset with that but uh, but they had some great great hits speaking of grammys yeah they did a lot of them went around uh, actor tyler perry's having a birthday today what a fun talented man he is turning 53 for the lord i am living for the lord hallelujah i feel him down in my spirit you know, as I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, thank God for saving me. You finish. That's when she's in front of the judge, right? That's right. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh. Uh, actor Ben Savage I'm having a birthday oh, today. Lord. Lord. <laughs> Lord, Lord. yeah, Denter. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll, I'll ask the kids when they're going to, what time are you coming for Denter? Uh, ben Savage having a birthday today, turning 42. This is a little bit of a spoof. I, I had some fun with this because his love interest in, uh, it's not Boy, was it Boy Meets World? He was in there? Yeah, yeah he was in Boy Meets World. So they do this, uh, this spoof of, I can't remember her name, but she's beautiful. From the people who brought you When Broccoli Loves Cheddar and Three Soups in a Salad comes a story of romance, <laughs> laughter, and heartache. Did you just take the last slice of pizza? I didn't think you'd want it. I wanted you to want me to want it. <laughs> Panera Productions presents. Will you just hear me out? Because when you know what you want for lunch, you want that lunch to start as soon as possible. Ben Savage and Daniel Fischel. You had me at pepperoni. (laughs) 
I'm going to say a guy is never going to want you to want the pizza because he wants all the pizza. <laughs> he does. Or at least my Mark does. Right. I mean, he he will look at me There's like a buzzard guarding right? a carcass. <laughs> like, like with the first piece. Oh, I'm the like, first piece. Like the oh, first I thought you were talking piece, about the last dude. piece. No. <laughs> wow. He's not very sherry when it comes to like the little pizzas. Sherry, sherry baby. He's not sherry at all. Uh, actor Barbara Bain having a birthday today from TV's Mission Impossible. What a lovely lady, ninety-one. Uh, blonde who got many men in bad situations. Right. I think you're a dangerous woman. All women are dangerous, Your Highness. That's when she was taken down, Your Highness. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, Mission Impossible, the TV show. Yeah, she took care of all of them, didn't mm-hmm. she? Uh, then we have singer David Clayton Thomas. What a talent. Mm-hmm. Blood, sweat, and tears. 81. What goes up must come down. Spinning wheel got to go round. Mm-hmm. Talking about your troubles, it's a crying sin. Ride a painted pony, let the spinning wheel spin. So very happy. Good stuff. Mm, yes. Uh, one of my favorites, Designing Women's Jean Smart is 71 years old today. I got a call this morning saying that you wanted to meet. Well, Jimmy sent you against my wishes. Good luck with your career, honey. Excuse me. Did you have something else to say? Yeah. So cool they let you move into a cheesecake factory. Is that where you wait tables? That seems like a better fit. I'd rather sling bang bang chicken and shrimp all day than work here, you classist monster. <laughs> We can start early tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I love Hat. She's so good yep. in it. She's mm-hmm. such a hoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have actor Louis Mandeler of My Big Fat Greek Wedding. He wraps up our birthdays. Uh, he is 56 years old. He's the brother of the bride. I've never seen my sister so happy. Oh. If you hurt her, I'll kill you and make it look like an accident. Hey, Ian, we're going to kill you. <laughs> Opa! <laughs> Wow. Oh, that's such a fun movie. It is. Let's go back to the Vine Dream Trivia. Right now, 1955 on this day, Velcro was patented by Swiss engineer George de Monstrel, and his invention was named after the French words velour and crochet, which means what, Janet, according to our listeners? Little teeth. Little teeth. Um, hooks. Okay. Yeah. They're getting close. Getting yeah, warm. They're getting there. Definitely getting warm. We'll have the answer when we return. Today's birthday boy, Joe Don Rooney of Rascal Flats, turning 47. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. I wake up and teardrops, they fall down like rain. I put on that old song we dance to. Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. 624. Of course, that is uh, David Clayton Thomas from Blood, Sweat, and Tears turning 81 today. These folks are getting old. So are we. So are you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to our Whether mind you're jam. you're ready or not. <laughs> That's right. 1955. 
A few years before I was born, not many though, Velcro was patented by this Swiss engineer and he named his invention after the French words velour and crochet, which means... Which means a velvet hook. Velvet hook. That's what it means. Yeah. I disagree with that. Right. I don't think that's accurate because if it gets stuck on anything, right. it pretty much... There's nothing velvety about it. <laughs> right. It's more hooky than it is yeah, velvety. Yeah, it is hooky. Now, and now that you kind of have that definition in front of us, it... it yeah, I can see the little hooks. They're yeah, yeah. microscopic. They're, they're really tiny, but right. they but they're definitely there. And, they, and uh, a great invention. They do an amazing work. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of ground to cover today. First of all, we do want to remind you: if you have not put in for Come to the Table Tuesday, and now's the time to do that. Send us your name. Uh, send us where you work and mm-hmm. your uh, your email, and we could draw your name and show your work some love as well. Right. Text us at four three four two four eight zero seven zero four and just put "Come to the Table Tuesday." We'll get you in the run, and we'll announce that a little bit later on. Some of the stories that we're talking about today. If you can't say something nice. Dems are struggling with the question, is Biden doing a good job? <laughs> and they're going to be hearing that question a lot between right. now and the midterms. Uh, as they should. Or will they? Uh, yeah. Have you noticed how little fact-checking has been done oh, yeah. over Corrine Jean-Pierre since taking over for Saki? Yeah. You want to know how many uh, fact-checks PolitiFact has done on her? How many? Two. Really? Two. Others have done okay, so that could zero. Say, that could say something. Either she is just so blatantly lying that everybody knows it, but that still should be pointed out. Well, it should be. You know, I mean, but the others are doing none. Right. I guess they don't want all of their newscasts just to be taken over with whether or not she's doing her job. Uh, but we'll we'll break that down a little bit. It's even worse right. than I thought it was. Okay. Actually, right. uh, Asheville, North Carolina. They have seen a 31% spike in crime. Uh, and can we learn from their mistakes? Asheville? I hope so. Asheville, North Carolina. I know somebody's getting ready to move there. Well, they might want to second, have second thoughts about okay. that one. I wouldn't move there. It's a very uh, artsy town. And that's why this person is moving there uh, well, for music and such. Well, that's fine, but it's run by Dems. It's artsy-fartsy and more than that way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're defunding their police there. They've got BLM has a huge hold in that city, and it is a perfect storm. Yeah. If you're thinking about Asheville, moving to Na- Asheville, Asheville, not Nashville, uh, although Nashville's getting to be that way too, yeah. you better know what you're moving into. Okay. That's all I have to say about that. All right. Um, we've got uh, uh, Charlie Crist. Yes. He's pitiful. <laughs> what is that about? Well, he's comparing himself to Jesus, oh. and he is saying... Uh, DeSantis is the Satan. Uh, that's those are that's a dangerous place to be there, buddy. Yeah. Well, because he's one letter off. You know, you add an H to his name and you know, he thinks he becomes Christ. Well, they dropped the H off because they didn't want to compare me all the time to Jesus. Is that what he said? Oh no, but that's what he's thinking. This guy is see, I'm from Florida. This guy was a Republican governor at one time. Really? He is so locked into politics he can't give it up so he'll just be whatever he'll be whatever he has whatever to be. i need to be in order to be in power he's, he's that's what i'll idiot. be he's wow an idiot is what that's he is. who you want in control right okay um a so a military prosecutors have confirmed a plea deal that avoids the death penalty for five terrorists charged mm-hmm. with masterminding 9-11 and you know the beauty wow. of it janet 
you and I would be on that terror list now. Yeah, probably so. Just because we've said positive things occasionally. Not all the time about Donald Trump, because there's a lot to argue about. But there's a lot of good. And we could be lumped in with, uh, well, I'll play the audio a little bit later. They are really becoming more bold than I thought they would. Hmm. I thought it was just behind closed doors they were saying these things. No, they're saying them on the air now when it comes to Republicans. And we're conservatives. But we would identify more with Republicans because they identify with our beliefs more. Right. They're pro-life, typically. Yeah, as a, as a rule, they are. Um, the uh, Fab Four, that's what they're calling them, mm-hmm. uh, back together. Um, that would be Prince William and Kate and Harry and Meghan. Yeah. But what's really going on there, a lot of people are wanting to know. Okay. Uh, are they and and does Harry and Meghan have some regrets of some of the stuff that they've said? Because you know think. they've they've made all those horrible claims it and now is. they've got to go and pretend like they respect yeah the, their grandmother yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work out, but it's just very awkward. Prince Charles the Third now did acknowledge them in one of his speeches they've gone that would to be king charles or king charles i'm sorry i'll never get used to saying it king charles saying you know and megan and harry have decided to make their life over across the pond mm-hmm. being gracious and such but anyway we'll see yeah we will see we've got your uh local headlines coming up with wdbj7 and we'll take a look at your forecast as well as we work through this Tuesday together on The Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose. And I'm Mark Lamb. Good morning, 631. And currently we have in Roanoke and Salem 61 degrees, Bedford has 61, Lynchburg has 66, Danville 65, Appomattox 64. Community leaders expressed their excitement yesterday for the world's largest indoor vertical farm coming to Danville at the ribbon cutting. That would be Arrow Farms. We're tremendously excited for this moment, they said. And it's a momentous time that our company uh, has built this huge 150,000 square foot building. It's the f- uh, This farm is the biggest of its kind. More importantly, the economics of the building and the farm scales are attractive, according to David Rosenberg, CEO of Aero Farms. This 150,000 square foot facility uses vertical farming to grow leafy greens such as kale, spinach, and broccoli. The 14-layer controlled environment can grow 300 times more than a field uh, in a you know typical farm, using 95% less of the water that it would take and zero pesticides. So that's pretty cool. It's going to be interesting to see how that does and how it tastes yes indeed. because the ground does certain things for your for your um you know vegetables and stuff we're getting ready to pull up our potatoes okay. out of the ground here pretty excited about that look at you yeah potato farmer i am sort of kroger stores across the commonwealth are in need of filling pharmacy jobs throughout virginia they have more than 200 openings mm. roanoke new river valley martinsville charlottesville that's the high priority markets for kroger they are welcoming new pharmacists and pharmacy technicians and uh, there's an urgent need for their stores and their customers. And they have lots of incentives that they're uh, going to be uh, giving, including tuition reimbursement programs mm. up to $21,000 for both part-time and full-time associates. That's not nearly as exciting since our president's giving away all the, you know, uh, free money. But, True. hey, 
you know, there's that. Uh, professional farm. De- right. Development as uh, leadership, career advancement, diversity, equity, uh, and inclusion training. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I read that ahead of time so I wouldn't giggle in it. Uh, they're uh, doing interviews. <laughs> Are you still on drugs? Every Tuesday, a little bit. Uh, four to seven. Company provides uh, uh, lots of uh, positions that you can uh, apply for. You can start at their website. Rose uh, swinging by the Kroger Farming Sea on the yeah, way to work really, today. Seriously, <laughs> I don't know. I just the whole equity inclusion training. Yeah, maybe I need some. I so, in other words, if let's just say a hyena pulls up on the drive-through, and they're driving a school <laughs> bus see? full of various animals in the back of the bus all right uh they want you to know how to react when the hyena asks for the prescription for somebody sitting in 4b uh, yeah i don't i don't think they is. do i don't uh, think they know, do so that we have to you know make sure we're including everyone and and all that so anyway <laughs> families are now uh excited in the abatatot area because the ymca early learning center is going to be welcoming students uh there in Daleville, the program will accept 16 kids ages 3 through 5. Its curriculum is based uh, on a program, so children will be learning everything they need to know, including colors, letters, shapes, plus taking advantages of the amenities of the YMCA has you know, to offer. And I guess that would include things like the pool. Oh, boy, I'm so excited. Um, good to know that uh, we don't see anything about equity there or that they want to teach um, gender you know reassignment kind of things because that that has trickled its way down to preschool in some areas in our nation but uh, we are excited for those folks down at the ymca and botetot um you were talking about the pharmacy i'm hoping that you know if those folks don't go to work for kroger they'll go to work for cvs because i sat at the drive if i would have been a hyena maybe i would have got quicker service i was there for i mean they said you know we're going to get to you when we can and um, I should have started the clock, but it was at least ten minutes. So there's just you know, the shortages everywhere. There, there is. You know, that's and, for and, sure. And CVS does a great job. No, no disrespect to my local CVS. I don't want them to slip, you know, like a sleeping pill into my heart medicine or something. Mark, <laughs> they wouldn't do that. I know they wouldn't. All right. And as a matter of fact, I, I was I wanted to say to the lady, mm-hmm. but she was so focused on other orders. You know, take your time because you guys have probably one of the most important jobs absolutely is, it's, is a it's pharmacist to make sure you get it right you know, your doctor's important your nurses and your nurse practitioner they're all important That's somebody you don't want to rush you know you don't <laughs> right this is like you know take your time if you need an extra 10 minutes take it just put the right medication in my bottle, <laughs> in my bottle please <laughs> um well a lot of people very unhappy at uh, james crossing apartments no oh. Uh, building 828 there was shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, dozens of people had no place to live in a pretty short period of time. Right. Uh, one resident, Teresa Bryant, told local media, they're treating us like we did something wrong. Mm-hmm. We haven't done anything wrong. We've been living in hell. That's wow. how she described the James Crossing Apartments in Lynchburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fire marshals condemned the building. Resident says there's mold, roaches, and broken ceilings in their apartments. The mm photos are disturbing Um, they say now they don't have a place to stay Uh, they say they were going to shut off power and water the building's not livable Mm. Um, we could not get back in there we don't have anywhere to go 
They say it's disturbing because we're just supposed to uproot our family and our lifestyle. Right. Um, a seven-year resident of James Crossing Apartments said, uh, folks like Hendricks and Brian are also fighting against the clock. The management is putting them in a hotel for two nights. Hmm. They have 48 hours. Wow. To decide where they're going to go next. Um, Jeez. Would they want to live their life like this? Would they want to put their... Uh, children or grandchildren or their animals in a situation like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on on there. I, it says uh, 48 hours. Is it enough time to jump up and move somewhere? Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to feel? I don't know what to do. Uh, I tried to get answers, went to the rental office to talk to the manager. Security guard wouldn't let me go past the doorway. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to see the manager. Wow. I was given a sticky note with an email address to contact. Okay. Well, hmm. I can tell you that these apartments are not livable. The very idea that they're even getting rent for these apartments is yeah awful. Mm-hmm. I, I, it doesn't look like in, anybody should be living there. Mm-mm. Um, and I have to wonder what do the other apartments look like? Yeah, makes makes you wonder. It does make you wonder. It makes one wonder. So um, I've gotten some nice texts this morning mm-hmm. um, from folks. I, I did, first of all, I want to clear up. I didn't fall. Yeah, I thought she fell, you, and I got that wrong. Well, Mark thought, he, and the reason he thought that, <laughs> probably too much information, but the reason Mark thought that I, I fell um, was because I had an incident Sunday night where my lower back will occasionally lock up. I've got some discs that mm-hmm. give me issues sometimes. Right. And and I was merely laying down on the bed with Buddy because mm-hmm. I'd been gone all weekend and had overdone it probably mm-hmm. over the weekend. And then when I went to stand up, I couldn't stand up. Right. And I couldn't, I was yelling for Mark. I couldn't get to Mark. The only way I could get to the bathroom or to get to mark was to crawl mm. to him right. and so that's what he was telling you he's right. like you know i found her in the floor right. but it was because i couldn't stand all the way up right so that's that's what so i didn't i didn't fall but i did have some major back uh back and joint issues so anyway thank you for for the kind yeah we had a listener call out yesterday because i was talking about the tens unit that you had let me borrow yeah. yours because of my leg yeah yeah my, my uh sciatic and and we had a listener call after the show saying if janet needs a tens unit i can i live in appomattox well, well, i probably could have you i probably could have used one because everything tightens up mm, right when when all that happens yeah. and that's when things won't move yeah um tammy and said who, i can meet you in concord oh, how sweet she was a sweetheart anybody that has back issues mm-hmm. knows and typically if if i can get in a comfortable place by the next day i'm yeah. doing pretty good yeah. just didn't happen right yesterday mm. stupid age <laughs> dumb dumb age what are you gonna do with that i don't know i don't know but i i i have to ask what are you what are you gonna do with this to get you all jacked up and these journalists who were all picked last in gym are the first ones to enlist in this war they finally found an enemy of america that they didn't want to side with not only are republicans the same thing as terrorists they're worse than terrorists al-qaeda osama bin laden the taliban the people who wanted to do harm to our nation and to our way of life and our democracy, they got nothing on what this Republican Party is doing.
I'm, I'm working hard to never say Republican Party again, because they're not a party, right? They're Sinn Féin to the IRA, they're, they're the PLO to Hamas. They're a dime store front for a terrorist movement. They are a destructive force in American politics. They are basically a domestic terrorist cell operating within America. Their yeah. goal is to end democracy. Those little pinheads are going to start a civil do, war if do they're they, not but careful. But do they really think that that's going to work? I mean, this is this is like an abusive man mm-hmm. who who tells a woman that she's fat and ugly. Right. You can say it. It doesn't make it so. Right. It makes you a monster, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make any of that true. Right. It's just ridiculous. Well, we'll unpack a little bit more later. And, the, and the, here's the problem. When when a cowardly man does that to a woman or a woman does it to a man, you know, that's just one person. When you try doing that to half of America, mm-hmm. that's probably not going to end well. No. Because at some point, they're going to rain a bob at you <laughs> and put you back in your place. So, wow. it up. Do it. It's time to change gears. I'd say so. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. I'm not wrong. No, I, I, I'm just saying. They're, they're helping queue up what could be really something they don't want. They think they want it. You don't want it. Well, they, they just think we're doormats. Right. And especially, uh, you know, the Christians, they think we're just going to take it and doesn't work that way all right uh let's get to a happy place okay five and nine is brought to you by our friends at fnl market they're on memorial avenue in lynchburg they are cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check today's recipe i've been fascinated with all flavors thai lately i do enjoy nice thai food i don't have a chance to go out and get it that often but it's so easy to do at home this is a spicy thai basil chicken fried rice and boy is it delicious you're going to start with some uh, chicken from fnl market now i i like to mix thighs and breast in with this uh, and cut them into bite-sized pieces and you're going to marinate them in a little bit of light soy sauce a little bit of fish sauce use it sparingly um, it smells horrible but it tastes mm. so good uh, and you're going to mix it with that and some uh, ground white pepper that's what you're going to marinate your chicken in uh, then you're going to roughly chop some garlic some uh, red and green bird's eye chilies and then smash them into a coarse paste using a mortar and pestle, or you can use a big flat side of your knife. Slice a yellow onion, and then thinly slice a large red chili on an angle, and then get some basil leaves off the stems, wash, pat them dry with some paper towels, and then you're gonna whisk together some oyster sauce, light soy sauce, and uh, dark soy, sugar, and water, and set that aside. Then, after all that prep work is done, the magic begins. Heat a little canola oil in your skillet, add in that chicken, cook it until it's no longer opaque and the pieces are starting to get nice and brown. Then you're gonna stir fry the onion and then the garlic chili paste and some large chili slices. Toss it until it's fragrant. That won't take long. Uh, And then you're going to add your rice. Uh, Now, I pre-cook the rice. I found that the key to a really good fried rice Mm -hmm. is to make the rice earlier in the day or even the day before and put it in the refrigerator. Uh If you do that and then do the fried fried rice, it will be perfect. Mm. If you try to do it right after you cook it, it can get a little mushy and not great. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So if you you do it this way, you're going to get a great 
uh, turnout. Uh, so you're going to toss all that together, add in the basil, and then uh, you're just going to serve it up. You can serve it with some cucumber slices, uh, maybe some chopped chilies on the side. Uh, it does have some heat, so you know, buyer beware. But it's super, it's super, super good. You want to see the recipe for uh, Thai fried rice? Just go to my Facebook page, Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on whole red eyes, seven ninety nine a pound, and slice for free. Family pack ground beef is two ninety eight a pound. Save on family pack chuck steaks, four ninety eight a pound. Phillips pork and beans are five for five dollars, and Smithfield bacon is three ninety eight for a twelve ounce package. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member by texting FL Market to eight three three six zero five eighteen zero four. Stop by FNL Market today, twenty five seventeen Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. There meat is a cut above. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. Six fifty-three. I'm liking that uh, that five and dine because I love me some fried rice. I know and Thai. You and love thai. those? Yeah, I love the Thai combination with that. So. We're you know what have, I, I just did? What? What'd you do? I just voted for second stage. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah, we did that interview yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the voting uh, the voting booths it, are open. It is. Um, if you haven't done it yet, you need to text Amherst to 866-267-2023. That's 866-AMP-2023. So 866-267-2023. And uh, that's really going to help them a lot. Yeah, they could get that, um, be the winner of that would quite be, a bit of money. It would be amazing. It yeah. would be such a shot in the arm uh, to help this community group. I mean, that, as you know from yesterday's interview, mm-hmm. that was a grassroots thing to save that building yeah, yeah. and to get this thing going. So I'm at being from Amherst and having some plans uh, to, for some shows coming up mm-hmm. at that location, yeah. uh, I'm really excited about this. Okay, good stuff. Something else we're excited about: Proven Men Ministries. We'll have Nick Liberto on the air here in just a little bit. He's going to talk about an event that they're doing to raise some money to keep that great organization going. In the meantime, eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. Got Kevin on the line. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Jenner. I'm glad that you're feeling better and you're back in the saddle. So. Uh, I'm glad your recovery was quick there. Thank but, you, my dear. I, I do. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I, I, I like your colloquialism. And uh, for those of us that were around when the Lorena Bobbitt uh, happened, oh, uh, that that was that was well said, girl. Well said. I, I appreciate that. I just think people uh, are going to get tired of it. <laughs> well, that that's my segue into the next point I, I wanted to bring up. Uh, I travel on the roads, and I'm in front of a lot of—I mean, a lot of people. And and I will tell you, I, I don't—I don't bring this up, but but uh, we get on the subject of arms 
and defended ourselves. And I, w- I will tell you, I have seen pictures. This is not this is not idle talk. I have seen pictures of uh, fellas' personal armory, and I mean they could arm a good sized militia. They have they have arms. They have lots, and I mean lots of ammo. And there's going to come a time, and it'll probably be a lot sooner than later. That that uh, people are gonna, uh, they're just they're gonna get tired of this stuff, and and there's gonna be blood spilt. Um, and and um, well, I, know, I, I, I do what's... think that every time something like that is said, you know, there are people uh-huh. who there are people who talk, and there are people who walk, and and right. and the and the people, you know, it's it's those quiet ones you really gotta watch <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. That. And, Every that is t- right. it, bullseye. Every exactly. time they do that, people are going, you're threatening me, you're threatening my family, you're threatening my way of life, you're threatening everything I hold dear, mm-hmm. and just because you say it doesn't make it so, and and then they mm-hmm. just ready themselves even more. So That's right. That, that's right. And the pressure cooker is yeah. on. Oh, it's on. And it, it's on, and... The sleeping giant, once that sleeping giant arises, there ain't no putting it back down again. I mean, all hell will mm-hmm. begin to break loose. I'm afraid so, yeah. And, yeah, and, and uh, you know, and, and, and you always like to use the term the mama bear. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, the, these people that, that, that her children, mama bear, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a, you know, one time I saw my wife. She, you know, she's been martial arts all of her life, and this is back in Georgia. And and this young man went off, and I mean, my, you know, my wife is very mild manner, right. but I mean, she lit into that boy, yeah, and tore him a new one. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes you know the, what? It, the only thing scarier than a mama bear is a mama bear and a papa bear who have joined forces. <laughs> <laughs> then that's that's the yeah, only thing scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is right. That is right. Well, look here. It's the top of the hour, just about. So y'all have a great day. Look at we'll him keeping up with our clock. I'm so proud. Thanks, Kevin. Tearing Appreciate your call, buddy. Uh, this will probably just even stoke a little bit more nuttiness in you. We'll play this going into the break, and we'll unpack it later on. Nick Liberto will be with us, and we're going to talk about a great event coming up for Proven Men, Proven Men Ministries, or Proven Ministries, really, because they've uh, expanded on uh, beyond just reaching men. They're reaching women and kids. There you go. Uh, so we're going to talk to Nick here in just a little bit. This is uh, this is what happened. Um, just the other day to a woman. Lisa Gallagher, as we told you a moment ago, is one of the many Trump supporters who woke up to an FBI raid earlier this month, and we are grateful that she's willing to join us to tell us about it. Lisa, thank you so much for coming on. So I, I just want to be clear that you have not committed a crime of any kind. I don't think you've ever been accused of a crime. You weren't even at the Capitol on January 6th. I don't think you're even in Washington. Tell us how you felt when Joe Biden's FBI showed up with guns at your home the morning after his speech. I was terrified, and I'll be honest with you, when my daughter woke me up telling me there were three armed FBI officers at my door, I thought she was joking. And I immediately tried to throw clothes on. I called my husband. I was crying. My knees were shaking. And even though I knew I'd done nothing wrong, after seeing Joe Biden's speech the night before, I thought, oh, my God, this is political. And I was frightened. I truly thought they can take me out of here in handcuffs. And I thought, I'm in my bedroom. I thought, am I not coming home? So I went outside. 
And I said, gentlemen, you're scaring me. And they proceeded to tell me that they were given an anonymous tip that I was at the Capitol on January 6th. Even though, of course, as we said, they knew you weren't because they had facial recognition software and there's no evidence and it's almost two years ago. Do you know who this anonymous tip, this snitch who turned you into federal law enforcement for supporting Trump on Facebook might be? No, I know nothing. And I invited them into my home so I could look at my phone and my calendar. And I have subsequently called the FBI office in Newark to just document or know for sure that it really was FBI agents at my home. And it was. And they said it was an anonymous tip, but they won't tell me anything else. Yeah, because there are not enough law enforcement concerns right now with 107,000 Americans dying of fentanyl. Uh, last year. Lisa Gallagher, I know it takes bravery to come on and explain what happened to you. I think only when people do that will it end. And so I'm doubly grateful that you did this for us tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tucker.